Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Today we're reading Ezekiel chapters 32 through 34. On March 3rd, during the twelfth year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, mourn for Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and give him this message. You think yourself as strong as a young lion among the nations. But you are really just a sea monster, heaving around in your own river, stirring up mud with your feet. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will send many people to catch you in my net, and haul you out of the water, and leave you stranded on the land to die. All the birds of heavens will land on you, and the wild animals of the whole earth will gorge themselves on you." I will scatter your flesh on the hills and fill the valleys with your bones. I will drench the earth with your gushing blood all the way to the mountains, filling the ravines to the brim. When I blot you out, I will veil the heavens and darken the stars. I will cover the sun with a cloud, and the moon will not give its light. I will darken the bright stars overhead and cover your land in darkness. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. I will disturb many hearts when I bring news of your downfall to distant nations you have never seen. Yes, I will shock many lands and their kings will be terrified at your fate. They will shudder in fear for their lives as they... As I brandish my sword before them on the day of your fall. This is what the sovereign Lord says. The sword of the king of Babylon will come against you. I will destroy your hordes with the mighty with the swords of mighty warriors. The terror of the nations. They will shatter the pride of Egypt, and all of its hordes will be destroyed. I will destroy all your flocks and herds that graze beside the streams. Never again will people or animals muddy those waters with their feet. Then I will let the waters of Egypt become calm again, and they will flow as smoothly as olive oil, says the Sovereign Lord. And when I destroy Egypt and strip you of everything you own and strike down all your people, then you will know that I am the Lord. Yes, this is the funeral song they will sing for Egypt. Let all the nations mourn. Let them mourn for Egypt and its hordes. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. On March 17th, during the twelfth year, another message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, weep for the hordes of Egypt and for other mighty nations. For I will send them down to the world below in company with those who descended to the pit. Say to them, O Egypt, are you lovelier than other nations? No, So go down to the pit and lie there among the outcasts. 
The Egyptians will fall with the many who have died by the sword, for the sword is drawn against them. Egypt and its hordes will be dragged away to their judgment. Down in the grave, mighty leaders will mockingly welcome Egypt and its allies, saying, They have come down. They lie among the outcast hordes slaughtered by the sword. Assyria lies there surrounded by the graves of its army, those who are slaughtered by the sword. Their graves are in the depths, depths of the pit, and they are surrounded by, surrounded by their allies. They struck terror in the hearts of people everywhere, but now they have been slaughtered by the sword. Elam lies there, surrounded by the graves of all of its hordes, those who are slaughtered by the sword. They struck terror in the hearts of people everywhere. But now they have descended as outcasts to the world below. Now they lie in a pit and share the shame of those who have gone before them. They have a resting place among the slaughtered. Surrounded by the graves of all their hordes. Yes, they terrorized the nations while they lived. But now they lie in shame with others in the pit. All of them outcasts, slaughtered by the sword. Mechlesh and Tubal are there, surrounded by the graves of all their hordes. They once struck terror in the hearts of the people everywhere, but now they are outcasts, all slaughtered by the sword. They are not buried in honor like their fallen heroes, but went down to the grave with their weapons, their shields covering their bodies, and their swords beneath their heads. Their guilt rests upon them because they brought terror to everyone while they were still alive. You too, Egypt, will lie crushed and broken among the outcasts, all slaughtered by the sword." Edom is there with its kings and princes, mighty as they were. And they lie among those slaughtered by the sword, with the outcasts who have gone down to the pit. All the princes of the north and the Sidonians are there with others who have died. Once a terror, they have been put to shame. They lie there as outcasts with others who were slaughtered by the sword. They share the shame of all who have descended to the pit. When Pharaoh and his entire army arrive, he will take comfort that he is not alone in having his hordes killed, says the Sovereign Lord. Although I have caused his terror to fall upon all the living... Pharaoh and his hordes will lie there among the outcasts who were slaughtered by the sword. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Once again, a message came to me from the Lord, Son of Man, give your people this message. When I bring an army against a country, the people of that land choose one of their own to be a watchman. When the watchman sees the enemy coming, he sounds the alarm to warn the people. Then if those who hear the alarm refuse to take action, it is their own fault if they die. They heard the alarm but ignored it, so the responsibility is theirs. If they listened to the warning, they could have saved their lives. 
But if the watchman sees the enemy coming and doesn't sound the alarm to warn the people, he is responsible for their captivity. They will die in their sins, but I will hold the watchman responsible for their deaths. Now, son of man, I am making you a watchman for the people of Israel. Therefore, listen to what I say and warn them for me. If I announce that some people are sure to die, and you fail to tell them to change their ways, then they will die in their sins, and I will hold you responsible for their deaths. But if you warn them to repent and don't, and they don't repent, then they will die in their sins, but you will have saved yourself. Son of man, Give the people of Israel this message. You are saying, our sins are heavy upon us. We are wasting away. How can we survive? As surely as I live, says the Sovereign Lord, I take no pleasure in the death of wicked people. I only want them to turn from their wicked ways so that they can live. Turn from your wickedness, O people of Israel. Why should you die? Son of man, give your people this message. The righteous behavior of righteous people will not save them if they turn to sin, nor will the wicked behavior of wicked people destroy them if they repent and turn from their sins. When I tell righteous people that they will live, but they sin, expecting their past righteousness to save them, then none of their righteous acts will be remembered. I will destroy them for their sins. And suppose I tell some wicked people, that they will surely die, but then they turn from their sins and do what is right and just. For instance, they might give back a debtor's security, return what they have stolen, and obey my life-giving laws, no longer doing what is evil. If they do this, then they will surely live and not die. None of their past sins will be brought up again, for they have done what is just and right and they will surely live. Your people are saying the Lord isn't doing what's right, but it is they who are not doing what's right. For again, I say, when righteous people turn away from their righteous behavior and turn to evil, they will die. But if wicked people turn from their wickedness and do what is just and right, they will live. O people of Israel, you are saying the Lord isn't doing what's right. But I judge each of you according to your deeds. On January the 8th, during the 12th year of your captivity, a survivor from Jerusalem came to me and said, The city has fallen. The previous evening, the Lord had taken hold of me and given me back my voice, so I was able to speak when this man arrived the next morning. Then this message came to me from the Lord, Son of Man, the scattered remnants of Israel living among the ruined cities keep saying, Abraham was only one man, yet he gained possession of the entire land. We are many. Surely the land has been given to us as a possession. So tell these people, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, You eat meat with blood in it, you worship idols, you murder the innocent. Do you really think the land should be yours? Murderers, idolaters, adulterers, 
Should the land belong to you? Say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. As surely as I live, those living in the ruins will die by the sword, and I will send wild animals to eat those living in the open fields. Those hiding in forts and caves will die of disease. I will completely destroy the land and demolish her pride. Her arrogant power will come to an end. The mountains of Israel will be so desolate that no one will even travel through them. When I have completely destroyed the land because of their detestable sins, then they will know that I am the Lord. Son of man, your people talk about you in their houses and whisper about you at their doors. They say to each other, Come on, let's go hear the prophet tell us what the Lord is saying. So my people come pretending to be sincere and sit before you. They listen to your words, but they have no intention on doing what you say. Their mouths are full of lustful words and their hearts seek only after money. You are very entertaining to them, like someone who sings love songs with a beautiful voice or plays fine music on an instrument. They hear what you say, but they don't act on it. But when all these terrible things happen to them, as they certainly will, then they will know a prophet has been among them. Then this message came to me from the Lord, Son of Man, prophesy against the shepherds, the leaders of Israel. Give them this message from the Sovereign Lord. What sorrow awaits you, shepherds, who feed yourselves instead of your flocks? Shouldn't shepherds feed their sheep? You drink the milk, wear the wool, and butcher the best animals, but you let your flocks starve. You have not taken care of the weak. You have not tended the sick or bound up the injured. You have not gone looking for those who have wandered away and are lost. Instead, you have ruled them with harshness and cruelty. So my sheep have been scattered without a shepherd, and they are easy prey for any wild animal. They have wandered through all the mountains and the hills across the face of the earth. Yet no one has gone to search for them. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As surely as I live, says the sovereign Lord, you abandoned my flock and left them to be attacked by every wild animal. And though you were my shepherds, you didn't search for my sheep when they were lost. You took care of yourselves and left the sheep to starve. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. I now consider these shepherds my enemies, and I'll hold them responsible for what has happened to my flock. I will take away their right to feed the flock and will stop them from feeding themselves. I will rescue my flock from their mouths. The sheep will no longer be their prey. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I myself will search and find my sheep. I will be like a shepherd looking for his scattered flock. 
I will find my sheep and rescue them from the places where they were scattered on that dark and cloudy day. I will bring them back home to their own land of Israel from among the peoples and nations. I will feed them on the mountains of Israel and by the rivers and all the places where people live. Yes, I will give them good pasture land on the high hills of Israel. There they will lie down in pleasant places and feed in lush pastures of, on, of the hills. I myself will tend my sheep and give them a place to lie down in peace, says the Sovereign Lord. I will search for my lost ones who strayed away, and I will bring them safely home again. I will bandage the injured and strengthen the weak, but I will destroy those who are fat and powerful. I will feed them, yes, feed them justice. And as for you, my flock, this is what the Sovereign Lord says to his people. I will judge between one animal of the flock and another, separating the sheep from the goats. Is it enough for you to keep the best of the pasture lands for yourselves? Must you also trample down the rest? Is it enough for you to drink clear water for yourselves? Must you also muddy the rest with your feet? Why must my flock eat what you have trampled down and drink water you have fouled? Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I will surely judge between the fat sheep and the scrawny sheep. For you fat sheep pushed and butted and crowded, crowded at my sick and hungry flock until you scattered them to distant lands. So I will rescue my flock and they will no longer be abused. I will judge between one animal of the flock and the other. And I will set over them one shepherd, my servant David." He will feed them and be a shepherd to them. And I, the Lord, will be their God, and my shepherd, my servant, David, will be a prince among my people. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will make a covenant of peace with my people and drive away the dangerous animals from the land. Then they will be able to camp safely in the wildest places and sleep in the woods without fear. I will bless my people and their homes around my holy hill. And in the proper season, I will send the showers they need. They will be showers of blessings. The orchids and fields and my people will yield bumper crops and everyone will live in safety. When I have broken their chains of slavery and rescued them from those who enslave them, then they will know that I am the Lord. They will no longer be prey for other nations and wild animals will no longer devour them. They will live in safety. No one will frighten them. And I will make their land famous for its crops, so my people will never again suffer from famines or from insults of other nation, of foreign nations. In this way, they will know that I, the Lord their God, am with them. And they will know that they, the people of Israel, are my people, says the Sovereign Lord. You are my flock, the sheep of my pasture. You are my people. And I am your God. I 
the Sovereign Lord have spoken. In today's reading, there at the end, we see a lot of talk about shepherds. We see those that the Lord accuses of being shepherds who are only concerned about themselves rather than the sheep that they are supposed to care for. And in contrast, the Lord talks about one true shepherd. Now he says, my servant David, but we know as Christians today that he is referring to Jesus Christ, the one true shepherd, and that he is our Lord. He is the one that will take care of us, provide for us, and make sure that we arrive home safely. How good it is to have a shepherd like this that is always caring about our needs and is always willing to protect us and do what needs to be done. Truly, he is the great shepherd. He is the greatest of all. May we, as his sheep, follow him always. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.